Hello and welcome to Podcast 32. This is Maria Zucro with MadiAstheticsGroup.com and you will notice that my throat is a little hoarse and I'm going to work through this podcast today the best of my ability. But it's been crazy weekend. If you know anything about my mom life, I have a daughter in competitive dance, another daughter in club soccer, and I have my son that's in travel baseball. So a lot of screaming, a lot of excitement. So excuse me for that. But I'm going to talk about doing something today that your future self will thank you for. Are you guys ready for it? So there's a lot of limited beliefs that I've come across. And when I confront my clients and their biggest limiting belief that holds them back from success is they thought that they needed affiliate marketing and that if they did affiliate marketing, they would be salesy, sleazy, or scammy. And a lot of conventional teaching, like online, that you've probably had a lot of coaches out there, um, you know, they always say promoting affiliate offers will leave your tribe burned out or that you can never build a tribe if you're promoting affiliate offers. There's even a term like burning your list. But guess what? Conventional teaching is wrong. Yes, I'm flat out saying that anyone has taught you these things and held you back from success you deserve is either lying or at best severely misguided. So if you're ready to listen to what I have to say, if you want to know how to sell without being sleazy, salesy, or scammy, and serve your audience with affiliate marketing, then keep listening. So of course, in the industry, there's always bad apples that spoil the bunch. Now, it's important to acknowledge an unfortunate truth. Some of the accusations about affiliate marketing being a dark art, they're justified. And there are some maybe a few bad apples out there and they get all the attention. But the reality is that 99.99% of people who do affiliate marketing are awesome people whose primary interest is serving their tribe. The fact that you fear being sleazy or salesy is a good thing. It shows that you care about your audience. So my number one priority is to serve you as the audience. And that's what my guide is all about. I do have the guide and it's linked in my website if you are interested in seeing the sales in you, their marketing strategies. And I'm so happy to give that to you for free. And it shows how affiliate marketing serves your tribe and how you can promote affiliate offers without being the sleazy, salesy, scammy type. Um, So if you're interested in hearing more and if you're about to launch a challenge or launch you know, something huge in your business, you might want to go and head over and read that. Um, And what it talks about is just top three secrets. It talks about how to sell. It talks about how to feel and have a sales pitch that's not really a sales pitch. It's actually talking and being the expert in your niche. So I'm going to give you a little story that I've had come up Um, and you've probably heard it in other podcasts, but I really want to talk about this again is when I do a launch or if I'm going to do some type of big promotion, or if I'm going to have a three to five day 
challenged, launched, I want to make sure you get the most value. So before anyone even purchases my services, consulting, my products, my services, my courses, I really want them to know what they're getting into. And what I have to say as a blessing is a lot of my clients have been with me for years. I'll tell you a little bit about myself. So I'm Maria Zucro. I've been in this industry. It's a cosmetic, aesthetic um, industry for over 20 years. I am a licensed esthetician by trade, but I am a marketing bachelor's degree of science that was back in the 90s. And I started working in an advertising firm. This advertising firm was not internet it was strictly newspapers and I was in recruitment advertising. So we had monster.com, headhunter, all those things. You had to really read the paper, fill out an application and fax it. There was nothing sent through emails. There was nothing. We did have emails, but they were very basic. It was just to communicate with maybe other newspapers or our sales account executives. So the moral of the story is I grew up in an era where we had to do everything from the ground up with pen and paper and make sure that our timing was executed with faxes and sometimes the mail. So we had to make sure those newspapers were on time in different states, different time zones. So it was very, very strategic. So I actually learned the organization skills back in the day in that type of advertising space. So long story short, fast forward. I became a makeup artist in the interim because I loved art, but I didn't want to be a starving artist. And I don't know how many of you can relate, but I just didn't want to be starving and struggling as what they say, you know, in the artist space, which I very much don't, I don't agree with, but back then that's what everyone told me. So I became a makeup artist and I interned at the Jerry Springer show at the NBC studios. And it was a really fun time. And from there I grew and had a lot of freelancing and a lot of connections. And I did a lot of movie sets. And the funny part about this is you have to actually be, and and this is Murphy's Law, you have to be in SAG, you have to be in the union in order to get union jobs. In Chicago, you know, there's a lot of commercial and there's print. But when it came to television and movies, they would send their California crew or their New York crew that was in the SAG. So again, I was still a starving artist because I could not get in those productions unless I was on a union site. Well, you can't get that unless it's it's just a double-edged sword. So it was like this uphill battle, trying everything, not anyone, to get me networking, to meeting the right people. So again, fast forward. I decided I'm going to be an esthetician. I can't beat them, so I'm going to join them. And that's where I am today. I started working with all plastic surgeons in the med spa business. And being from that side and out on this side, I realized how it is to be the esthetician, the service end. I know how it is to be in the front desk, in the back of the house. I know how it is to have promotions and to discount. So It wasn't sales to me. I was actually educating my clients and they would come back. I was booked out in my books for four months ahead of time. So if they wanted to see me, they actually had to book before they left and it wouldn't be for another four months, depending on what service they were getting. So 
I know what I'm talking about. I could say now that I am an expert in this space and being a consultant has really opened up a lot of doors. But before I get to the next step, I wanted to let you know that I did go into the laser sales and I was in a laser company. I'm not going to say which one because there's many out there, but I was an account manager for these lasers in the Chicago Midwest area. And I also was in the skincare space and I was an account executive for six states. Same with the laser company. So I was surrounded by very high profile doctors, um, symposiums. I did speaking gigs. I literally worked that all the way up where they came to me to teach them how to move sales in their offices. They buy a million dollars worth of devices. Now what? You're leaving me. You know, what do they usually say? How do you get rid of a laser rep? You buy a laser. It's completely true. So what my approach was is that I wasn't going to leave them hanging and I was going to help them with strategic 30, 60, 90 day, you know, strategic plans. And it was completely because I didn't want to get a bad reputation. So here I am today giving that advice to many and, you know, vast amount of doctors, some lawyers, some, you know, any type of small business because of that expertise and the high profile, you know, individuals that actually had over a million dollars of things that I needed to help them sell through so they could make those payments. That is where I am. So my programs are mostly organized to help you either launch your course or get the social media, how to do Facebook ads, but it goes beyond that. I think everyone has this conception that, oh, so this is digital marketing. No, this is beyond digital marketing. This is beyond going, you know, the extra mile. I go 10 times that extra mile. I'll go 20, 30, 40 miles until I see that they're actually getting it and that they're actually utilizing what I'm teaching. Now, I can't say the ones that I, you know, put all that in front of them and they don't do anything with it. There's nothing I could do. I give you the tools. I walk you through it. I'm there for every step of the way. But if you don't implement the plans and strategies that I give you, then I can lead the horse to water, but I cannot make it drink. So I just want to have you have a more of an idea of who I am, what I'm about. And you are ready to jump on with this luminary practice growth, this passion to profits launch. I would love to have you for this challenge. It will be in about three weeks. Keep an eye open. If you want to join, go to my Facebook, Medi Aesthetics Group, or you can check out um, Embrace Passion to Profits. Those are two of my groups that I'm accepting. They're very close. They're very selective. So if you want to be a part of it, I recommend you take a look and get the invite because we will be launching a free program. It's going to be really intense, live. I'll send out the date in a few days. I'll get back on here, but I really hope to see you and meet you and embrace your passion to profits. I'll see you soon. Thank you. This is Maria with Mighty Aesthetics Group. I'll see you on the inside.